This is Amber Furman, founder of Success Development Solutions. And if you want to learn how to level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my good friend, Brandon Straza with The Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to The Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey everyone, today we've got the founder of Success Development Solutions, Amber Furman, the success architect. She talks about how masterminds can allow you to have the hard conversations outside of your current circle to make real change. Amber talks about how COVID is increasing the speed of self-education over our standardized system. And she explains how even with all the right tools, you still need to have someone help you get out of your own way. Check it out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. You know, I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us do this, we have the success architect herself, Amber Furman, founder of Success Development Solutions. Amber, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, man. You talk me up. Well, you know, you've, you've got a lot of knowledge that you're going to bring to us today. <laughs> and I always like to start out with this. When someone realizes all the value that you bring and they really jam with you, what is the best way for them to reach out to you either through social or personally? How can they find you? So I am on all social media platforms at Amber Ray Furman. That's R-A-E in the middle. So I can send those to you to put in the show notes, but I'm on all social media platforms at Amber Ray Furman, or they can go to my website at morethancorporate.com. Yeah. And we will have, we'll have all of that in the show notes when you realize everything that Amber's bringing today. So let's just, let's dive into it, get it going. So the availability and the access that we have to people today has drastically changed over the last five to 10 years. When, when you and I were younger, you know, it was textbooks and teachers. And then eventually that's our friends and coworkers. And really it gives us a sliver of like what's possible out there. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? Oh my gosh, so much. So I grew up as a first-generation college student. Nobody else in my family had gone to college. My mom actually hadn't graduated from high school at the time that I was in high school. So I grew up thinking I am so education-driven. I'm so book-driven. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go to college. Like I'm going to be successful. And it's interesting because you know, I always ask people, what did you want to be when you grew up? Like when, when you were planning your life out, when you knew everything that the future was going to hold at 17, what did you want to be? And my answer was always just successful. Like I had no real plan. I was just going to be successful. And, you know, we can get into the reasons that all of that didn't work out as planned. Now, you know, it's much less book driven. I'm a practicing attorney and I research constantly for all that kind of stuff here when it comes to my personal development growth, my personal growth, my business growth in coaching and mastermind and all of that, there is no better experience than just getting on and talking to somebody who's been through it. That's reading a book of somebody that's been through it. You know, you can research all day long, but you can't really learn it until you live it. It's the life experiences of other people that you surround yourself with because they've already done it and they're continuing to do it. So they can see around corners that sometimes we can't see. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the biggest things is our perception of what's possible, right? And this goes into not only what we're capable of doing, but what we see in the world. So I mentioned I was a practicing attorney and one of the most fascinating things is when you line 10 people up and you show them the same event, you get 10 different answers about what just happened. And the reason that that is possible is because everybody filters stuff differently based upon their perception of the world. They remember things differently. So we could all sit and watch the same thing and we would all come out with different experiences that we then get to share and decide what we want to expand our perception with and what you know makes us think and what we just want to leave on the table. And I think some of that has to do with the, the cards that are already sitting up in the back of our head. Why those 10 people see it differently is because they're coming in with a preconceived notion or a past experience or something that's currently going on to take them to, you know, through that line. And they're going to, they're going to view it differently. I mean, like they're going to see 10 different shades of red. Yeah. And I mean, not to like bore everybody with science, but the reason behind it is because obviously like there's so much going on around us that this amazing thing in our head, this like brain that we've been given has this task of filtering out what we think is important and what we don't think is important because Otherwise, we would implode with all of the senses that are going on around us. And so I can't remember the exact number, but it's like thousands of pieces of data every second that are coming in our, our senses. And our brain filters out plus or minus seven of them per second that we find important. And that's what we remember. And the rest just kind of gets put aside because that's not what we're focusing on. You know, the classic example is obviously the car that you're going to buy that you know, you've never seen before. And then you're like, yes, I got the only one. And then there's like nine at the next stoplight because that's what you're finally focusing on. And it's the same concept. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of goes into the next one that I wanted to talk to you about is like, we have a lot of ways, almost too many ways to take in information, you know, than ever before. Some people, you know, they, they look to a mentor, an accountability buddy, uh, a mastermind, or they take online courses, coaching, whatever that is. So there's a lot of ways, obviously, to learn today. Who are you currently learning from? And more importantly, how did you find them? So most, I won't say importantly, the person I'm working with the most is my business coach. And I found her through uh, my neurolinguistic programming courses. So I went to one of her success boot camps. And I mentioned to you that when I was younger, I just wanted to be successful. So at 34, someone was holding a success boot camp, and I was like, yes, somebody's finally going to tell me how to do it, right? Here's my blueprint I've been waiting for. And then I walked in, and I was basically told for seven hours that the reason I'm not successful is because I'm not allowing myself to be. And this idea of, or the reason I didn't feel successful, because let me go back, I was still a practicing attorney at the time, so I'm not going to say I wasn't successful the reason I didn't feel successful is because I wasn't allowing myself to be. And that fascinated me. And I dug into this idea of neurolinguistic programming. I became certified as a master practitioner in neurolinguistic programming or NLP as some people know it. And I started coaching with my trainer that taught me all of that. So I've been coaching with her for a year. She is the business side of things and helps me with the mindset side of things but I'm a true believer that one's not enough. So I also have a personal trainer that I'm working with. I have a fitness coach that I work with. I have a writing coach that I'm working with for my book. So I, I truly believe that you need somebody who's really niched down to the results that you want to achieve, as well as that overall mindset piece. 
Yeah. And that's a, that's a common theme that's coming back is it's not just one person. That's the reality. I mean, that's, you need uh, three seems to be a popular number. Like I need these three people in my life or you need these three people and you're constantly, you know, shuffling through what's helping you move the needle. Yeah. And I think that the most important question for people to ask themselves is there's a fine line between investing in yourself and wasting money because you're over-investing, right? So if you have seven, eight, nine people out there that you're just throwing money at all the time, are you really taking in all the content? Are you really getting all the benefit of what they have to offer? Would it benefit you to pick two or three priorities and focus on those and then bring those others back into your life when you've kind of got that all settled down? Because I think that once this entrepreneurial door gets opened up and we start investing in ourselves, we want to go all in and we just go balls to the wall and just completely burn out. Yeah, I think that's that's a common aspect is we go, like you said, balls to the walls. But the problem is, is we're taking 10 courses and we're learning zero. Yes. Like knowledge. We're, we're, we're actually doing a disservice because we're spending our own money, but we aren't getting to where we want to go because we've got 10 things and then we're really nothing. Right. You know, anybody will tell you that it's amazing to go out there and read as many books as you possibly can, but reading isn't where transformation happens. It's the implementation of that afterwards. So taking in all of these courses and all of these products isn't where change happens. It's in figuring out how you can implement that into your life. And if you're, if you're taking 10 courses at the same time, are you getting to that implementation step? Right. Become the master and the best of, you know, one thing and add on to it and add on to it. So absolutely. You know, I feel that people in general, they get stuck and sometimes we don't know how to get out, out of our own way. I know that I, I'm in the bushes sometimes. I can't get out of my own head. You know, we're still going through a pandemic. And to me, I would say it's causing a reset. It's, it's creating, you know, a reset in how we're able to accomplish things. How have masterminds helped you when you're looking to reset yourself and get unstuck? I will 100% agree with you. And I would take away the sometimes and replace it with all of the time. Like if it's important enough, if you're part of the problem, you can't be part of the solution. It's, it's impossible because you can't see the whole picture because you're in it. So you need somebody who is outside of it that can help you. And unfortunately, as much as we want that to be our brother, sister, spouse, parent, they're in it too. And most of us have somebody in our life who supports us and loves us and would agree with anything we said because they want to support us. The cheerleader. Yes. So I always tell people that you need somebody who's invested in your success, but not invested in your trauma. You need somebody who's invested in your success and not invested in your emotions and your, your problems, because those are the people that are going to be able to have those hard, honest conversations with you. When you're lying to yourself and you're telling yourself that you're giving 100% and maybe you're giving 30 because you're terrified of success, which is real to be scared of succeeding. So you're, you're terrified of what's going to happen if you actually complete this goal. So you're holding yourself back and you're convincing yourself that you're busy all the time. You need that person who's willing to call you out and lovingly say, you're kind of not doing what you say you're doing. Let's work on this together. And that's what masterminds do. You get enough people together that are on common goals, but have different experiences and they bring different things to the table. And if it's set up right, it can allow them. And if you build those connections with one or two people in that mastermind, 
to where you guys feel comfortable, you know, having those hard conversations and knowing that it's better to be kind to somebody than it is to be nice to them. It's better to say the hard things and some stuff that sometimes hurts, but you know is in their best interest to get them out of their way. That's what masterminds bring to the table that you really can't get anywhere else. Yeah. And you, you brought up a, you know, a really good point that we've talked about previously is um, Steve Sims says the three people that you're going to have in your life are cheerleaders, crabs, and challengers. And it's the challengers that, that we really need to sit there and call us out and hold us accountable and make sure that we're, we're, we're honest to the needle we're trying to move at that moment. Yeah, I, I agree. And I did a podcast interview today with somebody who is really um, into the medical innovation space. Um, he does software for clinical trials. And we were talking about this in a leadership role because he was talking about how he's building a leadership culture within his business. And we're talking about challenges within a leadership role and within a business. And I think that I, I mentioned the same thing to him that I don't want people in my organization that are going to fall in line. I want people who understand respect, who understand a chain of command and who respect authority, but I want somebody who will challenge my ideas. You know, if somebody thinks there's a better way to do something, I want that person in my life, my organization, my business, because that's how we grow. Challenge my beliefs, challenge my perceptions. Like, that's what I want of the people around me. So those challengers are really where you find those, the, the growth, the business partners, the, the changes in your life that you look back and say, man, I can't believe where I was a year ago. Yeah, because you got, you got to get moving forward on there. And, and, and masterminds help you do that. And they've been around for a long time. Masterminds, you know, back to the apostles. Then Benjamin Franklin creates the, the Junto Club. And then eventually there's a guy by the name of Napoleon Hill who writes this book. And he, you know, it's, it's not a new concept, let's be honest. Right. So, but self-education is, is just growing by leaps and bounds. So with this, as I see such a large boom in self-education over standard education, where do you see it going over the next several years? So I think that COVID has increased the speed at which self-education is happening because of the fact that people are working from home where they never were before. They're being relied on or they're, they're being forced to rely on sources of income that they haven't been forced to rely on before. They're looking for ways that they can now start businesses because this false sense of security that existed in their nine to five was taken away by this nasty virus and, and the pandemic that followed. So I think that it's always been moving towards more of a self-education, group education, mastermind learning style. But 2020 just kind of pushed that forward so much more. And I think that the future is going to look like... One of, the, one of the hardest things for people to understand is that what you have to say to people has value, right? Because so many times I hear people say, but all I'm doing is talking to them. And it's so important to remember where you were when you started learning, because when you get in these masterminds and you think, oh, I shouldn't say this because I already know this. Well, of course you know it, but the other people in the mastermind might not know it. And you remembering that what you know is valuable to the people around you and that's really where, you know, this mastermind thing has started to spiral and just gain so much force is in people realizing 
that through making it through their careers, they've picked up knowledge that other people don't have, and they ha- now have an outlet to share it. Yeah, and that's a big thing, the willingness to share, the, the give mentality. When you lead with the give, what comes back is it's you, you can't even quantify it. And and we're talking about people's learning. So let's kind of go in that area. You know, typically when someone invests in their future, they have a better than vague idea of what, what they're going to get. They know, you know, what the the outcome is supposed to be with the people in the room and in who you've curated there. What should people expect when they enter your reality? Yeah, so this is um, a little bit harsh, but it's one of the favorite things that I have ever heard in any personal development space. And I think it's really important for people to hear. It was Zach um, at Rise, Feldman, I think is his last name, Zach Feldman. And he was talking about his e-commerce course. And he said, I know my product works. I don't know if you do. And that was super powerful for me in the spot that I was in, because what I would love for people to understand as they enter in any mastermind space is somebody can give you all of the tools and all of the resources and all of the information and the blueprint to be successful. And if you are so far in your own way that you're afraid to step out of your comfort zone to enact it, or if you're coming up with excuses for why it won't work for you, then it's not going to work for you. So the first thing that people can expect when they enter my reality is for me to shove them out of their comfort zone. I encourage videos in all of my masterminds. Obviously, all of my master, my mastermind has gone online because of COVID at this point in time, but I encourage videos. I actually refuse to use a communication like Voxer because you can text in Voxer. So if I'm going to have communication with somebody, I do it over Marco Polo. If you want to have a one-on-one communication with me, you do it in a video form because it's uncomfortable and it sucks and I hate doing it and so does everybody else. But the more you do it, the more uncomfortable you get and then the more comfortable you are being uncomfortable and then the more willing you are to take my advice when I tell you what, what needs to happen to grow your business. So you can expect to be pushed out of your comfort zone. You can expect to have your perception challenged. You can expect to be forced to think real deep and vulnerable and transparent about what it is you really want out of life, where you're going. Are you living your life or are you living the life of your spouse, your parent, your brother, sister? Like, why do you want what you want? Because you can't live the life of your dreams until you identify it. And that's why my mastermind is called the Define Your Life Mastermind. I could teach you how to build it, but that doesn't do any good until you know what it looks like. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just sitting there playing through my head everything you just said right there. And it was, it was brilliant. I love it. Thank you. Talking about the people that are in your mastermind, you know, I, I, have, a feel, I have a feeling that people have a way of surprising us yes. due to their willingness, their drive, their willingness to learn. And, you know, has anyone that has been to an event or a, your mastermind surprised you with what they were able to accomplish because of the room you put together? I mean, so much. So going back a little bit through the NLP training type of stuff, we have these limiting beliefs. And you mentioned it earlier that you kind of have this thing in the back of your head that filters everything you do. And the science behind that is that between the ages of zero and seven, we are imprinted. And so things that we don't necessarily remember impact every decision that we make as an adult. So somebody may have said something to you as a child that you don't consciously remember, but your unconscious mind has created this limiting belief. And I'll give you an example. 
for me, I've always struggled with my weight. And I recently did something called a conscious unconscious breakthrough where I dug, I let somebody dig into the limiting beliefs that I didn't know existed through some techniques of almost hypnosis style and um, found out that when I was a kid, my mom had talked to me about the fact that there was really nothing that we could do about our weight. It was genetic and nobody, you know, you could never change it. And so I had been yo-yo dieting my entire life and I had this limiting belief that no matter what I did, it was never going to change. So why don't I eat the cake? Like, why don't I go out and do this stuff? Because I'm never going to be able to fix it anyways. So everything that you've been imprinted with in your life allows, we can change that. We can shift that. And that's the power of neurolinguistic programming when it's used correctly. And so to that extent, when people aren't successful, you know, you'll, you'll hear people out there all the time say, if you're not successful, it's because you're lazy, you're on the couch, you could just get off the couch and go do it. But that's not always true because you have these limiting beliefs that are holding you back that you don't know exist. So what I do is I work with my clients to dig into what they don't know about themselves to help them understand and shift into a different state and, and just kind of release those limiting beliefs so they can then be successful. And we have seen people triple their income in a pretty short period of time through the changes that NLP can make. Yeah. We're going, you know, we're talking about success. You've got a company that has the word success in it. I've got a company that's got the word success in it. And I think there are pillars of success. That's what we talk about on the solo shows. And I think there's a lot of things that it, it takes to create success, mentorship, willingness to fail, experimentation, partnerships, but I think an area that a lot of us get stuck in, and we've kind of touched on this, is our willingness to succeed. With the sensitivity of social media today, what do you think it takes to actually get over the hump and be okay with being successful? So there's this, there's this saying that I saw, of course, on social media, because every important thing comes through memes in 2020. I saw something probably two months ago that really kind of put everything in a nice little bow for me. And it's actually written on my bathroom mirror in dry erase marker right now. And it says, don't give up your peace because chaos is comfortable. And that is what it takes to succeed is being willing to step out of your chaos because that's what you know into something you don't know with the expectation that it's going to be better, but no guarantees that you're not going to fall on your face. The willingness to fail that you mentioned is huge the belief that you can succeed, letting go of other people's judgment. You know, not everybody, we were talking about Michael Faber before we came on here. And one of the amazing things that he said that always stuck with me is not everybody's supposed to come on every part of your journey with you. So when you meet people and they have a great role in your life and then you grab onto that friendship and you want to, and you're growing and maybe they're not meant to grow with you and you have to let that go. Like, this true belief in yourself and willingness to do whatever it takes as crazy as it sounds and uncomfortable as it is to be successful. Yeah. One of my favorite lines, and you just made me think of it, was comfort kills. It does. I mean, it's so cliche. There's so much crap out there about comfort zones that it's so, it's so cliche. But my journey has proven that getting out of your comfort zone leads to success. I mean, I started my business after I started obstacle course racing. Before that, I refused to really step out of my comfort zone at all. I mean, I, I thought I was going to go to law school and things were going to just fall into place when I graduated and, and I was going to be successful. And I had 
this huge meltdown because I wasn't successful. I didn't feel successful. I had a six-figure income. I had all that stuff. I didn't feel successful. And to let out some of that steam, I started obstacle course racing and I was terrified. And in 2017, I ran a 24-hour obstacle course race called World's Toughest Mudder. And it was training for that race that led me to open my business. Because every time I got on a course and I did something that a month ago I had told myself I couldn't do, all of a sudden my brain's like, well, now why aren't you doing this? Like, why aren't you, you know, when you start telling your brain that you're capable of things, it will believe you. And then all of a sudden you can go out and do all the things that you're afraid of. So get yourself out of your comfort zone as much as you can. And it doesn't matter whether it's a small thing or a big thing, like just push yourself out of your comfort zone constantly. Yeah, absolutely. So I've got a few questions left before we wrap this up and I just appreciate everything you've, you know, you've instilled on us today. So I believe there's always new ideas brewing in times of prosperity, easy times, you know, everyone's winning, but I think innovation and ingenuity come out of times when we feel the squeeze right now. What are you working on right now that's going to take place over the next 12 months that really excites you? Yeah. So you, we've thrown out the word success a lot um, in this, and it's not just a word to me. It is like, I, I get really almost emotional when we talk about it because it's what I've driven my entire life. And yet I didn't take the time to define it. And the most powerful question anybody asked me was my therapist when I was sitting in the suck of that breakdown in 2016, talking about how big of a failure I was as a practicing attorney. And she asked me, what does success mean to you? And I said, I'm 34 years old and nobody's ever asked me that question. So my mission in life is to encourage people to ask themselves that question earlier than I did. Encourage them to ask themselves, what does success mean to you? So I don't know if you're familiar with the life will, this is why my, this is why my um, business is called Success Development Solutions. And this is why I'm called a success architect because success drives through everything that I do. I believe you have to define what success means to you. But I also believe that in order for you to have a healthy relationship, in order for you to have a healthy relationship with money, in order for you to have a great career, in order for you to have this perfect, well-rounded life, you also have to define each one of those terms. So many people say, I'm not happy with my relationship. And then somebody says, well, what are you looking for in a partner? And they're like, I don't know. I'll know it when I see it. You won't. So my goal with the Define Your Life Mastermind, which is what I've been working on for the last year and continues to evolve, is to encourage people to define success for themselves, to encourage people to define what every area of the life will means to them and then honestly rate themselves on where they are within that life will. And then let's get real about how we can fix it so you can have a well-rounded life. Once you know what that good life looks like to you, then you can start talking about what your career should be. Then we can start building a career because so many people work to live. I want people to build a life that they want and then start making money while they live that life instead of working and retiring and then having 10 years to, to go out and do the stuff they want to do. So that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I'm working on right now. And I'm so excited when COVID allows us to meet in person again, and I can start like bringing my mastermind into real life instead of just virtual. Although the virtual is beneficial. I want like that real life connection. Yeah. And I can tell you, so 
internally I'm sitting here thinking like I could have used you 10 years ago and what you said and like, what does success, success mean? Because there have been so many times where I put a goal out there or I see what I think is success and then I get there and I'm like, I don't feel any different. And I don't feel any more fulfilled. And I, I actually, I open up about that in some of the, sh- the, the solo shows, but that's so important. Like you saying, what does success, what does it mean to you? What does it look like? What really is it? And I think people really need to focus on that and they need to reach out to you just so you can help become the architect for that. So let's, let's leave it with this. Give us a, a tip, a tactic, an actual item that if someone listening to this right now implements over the next 30, 60, 90 days, they can see real results in what you tell them. Okay. So I have to give you two. The first one is to go download a life will. If you don't know what the life will is, if you don't know where to find it, then email me and I will send you one for free. The life will is the only way that you can find out where you think you're falling short in your life. So I do a life will every, um, every quarter. I do it every three months to check in and see where I'm at and what I want to work on for the next quarter as I'm setting my goals. So that's the first thing that you should start with. The second thing, and I know that this may sound cliche, but it's true. Start taking 100% responsibility for everything in your life. If you're not where you want to be in life. It is because of you. And, and it sucks. And I'm sorry to be the person to tell you that, but it, it's true. So if you're not happy with your job, I'm not saying you have to leave your job, but you have to figure out why you're not happy. Is it because something else is going on in your life? Is it because you're upset about other things? Like, what is it? And how can you change your reaction? The moment you start changing the way you react to things, great things start happening to you and doors start opening up because you have a different energy about you. You have an energy as somebody who wants to make a difference, as somebody who wants to succeed, as somebody who has control over their life and their future. So for me, the thing that I did when I was completely broken and the thing that I tell my clients to do the first thing ever is take 100% control over your life. And to give you just a real world example, because this is something we've all said, if you have ever said, I'm sorry, I was late because of traffic, you're not taking 100% control of your life. You were late because you didn't allow enough time for the fact that traffic might have been a problem. That's what taking 100% control of your life looks like. Yeah. And if anyone didn't get that real quick, that can also be a metaphor with the traffic thing. I think I was feeling what you were throwing down there. So, <laughs> but it's, it's so true. I I'm, I'm really looking forward to, cause I think I'm going to have a conversation with you as soon as we finish this interview with everything you've been throwing out there. So we've got Amber Furman, founder of success development solutions. She is the success architect. Amber, I appreciate your time and everything that you talked to us about today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to get the message out. And I love what you're doing with this podcast and your mission. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing the mastermind effect.